I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employers respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. One, two, clean. We told her, we, okay, so whoever listens to this podcast knows for the last, like, four episodes, we've been saying, like, we're not gonna start with, hi, hello, so now when we started, we're just silent. Welcome to... I can't not. Hi! Yeah. I can't I can't, I can't do it. Hey, hi. Whenever we did that intro, I would never say it. Yeah, you'd always just be like... Hey. I'd be I'm the not, loudest one. I'm not a high person. Yeah. Like, ow. If I ever see people in person, I'm not like that. I'm always like, oh, hey. If you if you ask Sydney specifically, because she kept tallies, about how many times I say, mm, goodbye, in one day. No, yes. <laughs> it, okay, that's how I knew Sarah wasn't listening. Because I would literally be like, should I have a tomato or should I have a carrot? And she'd be like, goodbye. And I'm like, hey, that means she's not listening. And she didn't know what to respond. <laughs> that was the quickest way to try to give herself away. <laughs> and you know what? I got that from this podcast that I listened to called My Favorite Murder. I'm sure you're familiar, dear listener, because they're a lot more popular than us, obviously. Uh, they're on the Exactly Right network. And they're just 
absolutely hilarious. And their main thing, especially in their early episodes, was like, hey, oh my God, goodbye. And it, to me, is the funniest, most like quirky thing. How do you make murder funny? Like, I just, I just don't understand that. No, no, no. No, I've never really understood that. <laughs> I understand. Like, there are some podcasts I do listen to, but I'm also, uh, I don't know. Like, I think I'm just more of a, I like podcasts for certain things, like when I'm running or like when I want to know something specific or like when I follow someone's like personality. Okay, so like I do not like The Bachelor. I've never watched The Bachelor. I've seen maybe two episodes in my life. And for me, it just seems very unsanitary. It's all my only opinion on the show. And also the need to more black people. Um, but, you know, Nick Vile, Vial? Yes. I know nothing about him. I don't know his story, who he ended up with, who he didn't end up with. But I think he's so beautiful, and I love the sound of his voice. That like I will listen to the vile files or whatever. I don't listen to what they're saying, but I listen to the voice because I think it's so nice. You know I what I mean? Feel that, and you know, it, voices are so important. You always have to have a nice voice. But, like I don't, but you do. <laughs> but also, okay, but thinking about this. Okay. Um, so Sarah and I's obsession right now is the nanny because okay. So when I was like literally seven years old and I would literally sneak out to my living room when I was in like three o'clock in the morning to watch TV that is what I would watch because it's the only thing on like Teen Nick or whatever like the sitcoms of 2 a.m and so when it came out on HBO Max it was one crazy because I just talked to Sarah like the week before about how I loved her outfits and she was like I've never seen the show before whatever then I see on Twitter that the show's on HBO Max and I was like it's a revival I was kind of scared because like now everyone's gonna watch it I guess that's cute but um, she's my style icon. Anyway. You, you, but you can be the person that says, well, yeah, I've been watching this no since 3 a.m. when I was seven years old. No one's going to believe me. But you're iconic. I believe myself, yes. but that's all that I, matters. I'll, the listeners will believe you. Thank you, listeners. I hope you do. <laughs> but it's like her voice is so specific to her. It's what she's known for literally is like just having like a very squeaky. Yeah, she's talking ass. <laughs> yeah. But I love it. Like, mm-hmm. I hate vocal fry, but... I don't even think that's hers is vocal fry. It's not. I don't know what it is, but I love her voice. And the ha ha ha. I it's think it's so funny. It's all the way back in the throat, so you're so... <laughs> no. you, sound, you sound like a Monsters, <laughs> Inc. Like character. Stitch. <laughs> oh, I love Stitch. But it's, it's your, like, very back register, so you talk like this kind of nasally, and then you make it a little, and then there's a sound she talks, except in a Brooklyn accent, and much less annoying. I You must be in science or something. I have no idea what you're talking about. In the throat, back of the vocal throat. Vocal lessons. Are all voices in the back of your throat? That's your vocal cord. No, though. because so, for example, right now I'm speaking at the very forefront of my of my mouth. I'm using my upper palate, my very like front register. But when I sink it back like this, you can feel it almost vibrating like in your but vocal cords. Your vocal cords in the back of your throat, right? I don't know. You're using some big words. It, you you can, said palate, yes. upper, lower. All I know is my <laughs> voice is in my throat. So that's where, <laughs> that's where the source is. Yeah, I think I have two things that I'm really snobby about. One is the vo- the voice, the vocalness of everything. And two is wine. Whenever oh Sydney and I gosh. talk about wine, I think she wants to kill me a She's bit. always like, I like the oaky notes. And I like to hit the back of my throat and feel it in my jaw. And I'm just like, yeah, me too. <laughs> I don't know. I love that. But we were talking about... Heater's back. Guys. Since when? There is this heater in our apartment, and I don't know what's wrong with it. It sounds like it's being electrocuted at all hours of the night. Like, it literally sounds like radio static, but I don't understand because it's genuinely April. I don't know why the heater's on. We can't control it, but it's the so noise hard. is It's so hot. It keeps haunting. you up. Do you hear on the recording or no, you think? No. Because okay. it's been... It's, it was, like, tweaking. 
some episodes and I didn't hear things. So it's fine. Consider yourself lucky because it's, it's an awful noise. But yeah, we're talking about guys on TikTok because it's funny to me because not to expose myself, but if anyone ever had the desire to one, find my TikTok, because I don't even think it's like anywhere, but find my TikTok and go through my following, I only follow men, like really attractive men. Now, I obviously follow like inspiring women and like stuff like that, but I, I will fully admit I only follow attractive men. But their TikToks make me laugh so hard just because, like, they are, babies give me no effort. The caption will be like, you don't want an Italian man who can smile and likes salad. And then it'll just, like, show his face and he's, like, winking. And I'm like, what is that? I mean, you're attractive. Like, what is that? I feel like none of them ever put any effort into the TikTok. It's just them smiling and, like, like rubbing their eyebrows. And I'm like, wow. I mean, you're attractive and it's working. But, like, come on, baby. Give us no effort. Give us no creativity whatsoever. That's how I feel because a lot of people, when they hear a girl say that, they're always like, well, what about Addison Rae? She does not. And I'm like, but she's I don't like her one. either. No, exactly. <laughs> exactly. You know, we're not her biggest fans. But we don't, like, hate her. But we're just, um, we, don't, we don't know why she's famous. She's a culture vulture. I don't like her. Like, a shame. That's why I don't like a lot of the big TikTok dancers like Charlie and them. Obviously, I don't know Miss People. But, like, you're just profiting off of, like, young black creators, literally, like, 10-year-olds making up these dances, doing it with literally half-assed energy, and then getting 10 million followers and eating at Nobu every night. I think there's nothing to it. My least favorite thing about that, too, is when they, like, speak up and they're like, hey, this is my dance. Like, can you at least give me credit or something? Then they get all of this backlash and so much hate because they're like, well, TikTok's made for copying people. And I'm like, but I think there's something not only deeper here, but at the same time, no matter what platform you on, you can't steal someone's creation and then not give them credit. You know what I mean? Like, that's just unethical in any sense of the word. We're nothing to do an episode on this, eventually. Because yeah. I can go on to that for days. But but then we were talking about this one video that I sent Sydney, which is also, but like, these are the type of male TikTokers that I like. I, know, I already know what you're, you're like. going to say. <laughs> we love this TikTok account so much. I think because I just, because I like Big Little Lies, like the TV show. <gasps> We're obsessed. And the way that all of his videos, I know they're satirical, but like, I, it's so funny to me because it accurately describes, I don't even know his username. Mm, me neither. Find it. I'll look it up right now. It's some, it's this guy who just reenacts scenes from white drama women's, i.e. Nicole Kidman. Reese I'll say Spoon. Nicole Kidman's the only person I see when I see him do it. He has her hair too, Nicole Kidman's hair. Yeah. He, I don't, I don't know if it's a wig or he just grew his hair out. Like, I don't know. But he like does these kind of reenactments of like white mom gets in the taxi and the taxi driver asks her if she's going and then she's like home I'm gonna go home why is that me though I'd be out crying and then I'm like I'm going home mom I know and then everyone's like let me find his username really quick this really has nothing to do with what we're talking about today we just thought it was funny yeah okay so also side note Uh I just roasted Sarah for physically 10 minutes before recording this because the song superstar by Lupe Fiasco. You could not have been a 7 to 10 year old human being. A 7 to 15 year old to 20 year old human being <laughs> in 2007. And not <laughs> fucked with this song so hard. It was on every radio station. It was that jam. It was Superstar Lupe Fiasco. And she's never heard it. And I felt secondhand embarrassment for you <laughs> for not knowing this song. So I made like oh a mic God. check 1212 reference. We were like testing our mics. And she thought I was literally testing it. And I was like. Girly. I thought she was testing it because she started testing it before I even hit record and I was like no not yet just wait till I hit record and she was like, oh! like she knew song. in that moment that I was uncultured it hurt me it, it offended me but we're gonna have some culturing moments his username is Nicholas Flannery he just came out with a new one I want to see yeah in fact that's physically every starting episode of Big Little Lies I want to rewatch Big Little Lies <laughs> we should do it, we should do it. 
We have so many shows we need to rewatch. Cindy and I have went through Big Little Lies already once. We've gone through a cycle with I've seen, I've seen b- both two seasons twice. Me, yes, me too. Oops. No, what I'm saying, we went through a cycle when we were to get like living in oh, this apartment. Term, yeah. So it's going to be even funnier if we do it again. <laughs> so today's topic. Yeah. Right? <laughs> After that 20 minute diversion, <laughs> per usual. I'll do the intro. <laughs> such a long Sorry. pause. <laughs> oh, we're so off it today. Just kidding. Guys. <laughs> I Every time Sarah has to create a transition, it's guys. Every Guys. Hi. Guys. Goodbye. I'm so dead. So goodbye. Today we're going to talk about the phenomenon, the concept, the awfully triggering word. It's called ghosting. And I'm sure we've all experienced it. Actually, I'm not sure. we've. I'm like 100% positive that every female in her life has experienced this. And this is what we're going to dive into this later. But I also feel like this is one of the rare topics that both men and women converge on. You know, like we can all talk about ghosting because the amount of men I feel like I've ghosted at like after they gave me their number at a bar or like after I found out that he had a crush on his teacher when he was like three years old kind of thing I blocked that was people. <laughs> so specific like just so generally not from experience just kidding but I think that this is a topic that applied to both men and women and everyone in between yeah because you know <laughs> yeah. yeah that rom-com it's like what I think about every time I hear he's not that into you like when people yeah. like when I get upset about guys ghosting me and they're like, he probably doesn't like you. I get more angry because I'm like, why not? I'm, I'm, I'm the whole package. Like, why, why are you not into me? <laughs> because then you take it personally. And, like, it could also just be not personal at all. But then it could also be really personal. Yeah. And then you're like, what did I do? But there's, like, different kinds of ghosting, I think. Like, there's levels. Oh, yeah. There's levels to this. Let's go through levels the video game levels this. of this. So, like, the most basic level in the sense of the word is, like, you meet someone. Let's say they're interested in you. They give you their number, their Snapchat literally ill or you um meet them on a dating app or you start texting whatever so like you may have not met yet in person like it's the most basic of level ones this is the intro level <laughs> you have only talked ghosting 101 yes you've only talked no physical meeting yet no like intimate connection outside of texting and they just stop texting you one day for me like yes that ghosting still kind of hurts but it's less painful easier to get over not as serious, just in the sense that there's no, like, deep connection you have to get over. There's no, like, you haven't met that person, like, well enough to know, like, this could be something. You're going purely based off of, like, technological communication. And, like, you should never ghost anyone ever. In my mind, you should always, like, be able to give a reason if, like, it's safe to do so. But I think, like, in terms of ghosting, that level itself is the most basic, probably most common, hurts the least, beginning easy level on temple run a temple run that was in the recesses of my <laughs> mind wow can we talk about temple run though for like a quick second how yeah. banger was that game i loved it oh, i got bro. the high score out of all my class Ooh. that flying like gorilla monkey thing i don't know what that so thing scary. was, was like three of them too i did Ooh. not like that no no ma'am that's very scary no, but i i'm gonna also talk about level two and three simultaneously we have not planned out these levels before we talking, have not ever but we're gonna roll with it i feel it. like it's we're doing a good job me having even we, yeah us having, one, us having one level <laughs> yay uh, level up um so when you're leveling up we get to level two and three which i think go hand in hand or at least it's easy to talk about simultaneously and the second level is like you go on a date 
realize that this person is just the ugly not okay now when I say ugly I mean like ugly by personality because <laughs> looks don't matter sure. yeah okay, okay. anyway <laughs> well hey yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah okay so you go out with a person you go on one date maybe they're not what they were in their pictures maybe they're bald maybe they're a dad maybe you find something out on the first date that you're just like totally turned off by they're a catfish yeah exactly it's too close to home yeah or maybe they just freak you out or expect sex too quickly or don't expect sex at all and like that might turn you off and then either you or the other party is ghosting yeah level three is when you talk for a few months so not you're still in the talking phase so a month to maybe like three depending on how fast you want the relationship to go after about a month or three months maybe in that case interest is like lost so you originally had like a lot of interest and were so passionate like fiery about this person and then three months later or one month later or whatever the fuck it's just like you completely lose interest or someone else enters the equation and then you ghost and that hurts a little bit more yeah. for sure because like going back to level two like when you've only been on like one day it's less than a month because like that's the super weird period where you're like are we gonna do this new 2020 type shit or type thing 2020 20 20th century 21st century, <laughs> century where you you decide are we gonna do the talking phase where we talk for f- seven years and never date and we just hook up are we gonna have an actual talking phase where you actually talk get to know each other for the purpose of having a relationship in the future or are you going to start dating like you go on one date you're dating you know because like people have a weird definition of what dating really is right now because like can you date multiple people? Is dating serious? Is it binding on a contract? Is, is it, it just sex? It you know, like, sex? I don't know. Sorry. Phlegm. So much phlegm. I got you, I think I got you saying phlegm in the last episode. It was yeah. really funny. For some reason now, I keep getting a lot of phlegm. Pollen. Pollen season. You know what's really awkward, though? When the ghosting, like, doesn't even happen, but it's, but it happens eventually, like, obviously, but what's so awkward is the moment where you can tell that your interests are just going in opposite directions. So like one person, you think the first date went really well and then one person think it went well only in terms of like, oh, she's a warm body, I can stick my thing in. Yes. And so they're kind of going on this path of sexual relations and they're relations. nice, but that's where it gets confusing <laughs> because they're nice to the person. Yeah. So the person might think that they're actually into them in a certain deeper way. But they might not be, but that's where it gets lost in translation. And then someone makes that clear, i.e., hey, can we, like, actually go out and get drinks and not fuck? And then that's where the ghosting begins. Yeah, like, story time. So, (laughs) as probably everyone, but also no one knows, because I don't know who the hell keeps up with this. (laughs) Mr. Medium and I have talked for a very long time. I don't know what we are, who we were. We're just... Very important person in my Mr. life. Mr. Medium is very integral to this podcast. So if you don't yeah. know who Mr. Medium is, I don't know what to tell Mr. you. Mr. Medium is no, he's Mr. Medium. I told him like five times, he still doesn't know. Yeah. But he's like just someone who's been my life long-term relationship-wise for years. And like we got to a point over this winter where he was like, I want you to start seeing other people. Probably because he was seeing like 10 other people. Other people. And I wasn't because I was committed to the relationship. Oh. Whatever. Anyway. <laughs> it still hurts. It still hurts. Um, <laughs> so I did I'm on Bumble because I don't like any other dating apps. And I'm, like, scrolling, and, like, just no one piques my interest enough because, like, for me, Mr. Medium is it, you know? Like, no mm-hmm. one can compare to him. Yeah. Don't tell him that. Okay. But <laughs> I finally found someone who was, like, attractive to me and interesting, and, like, we had great text. We were, like, texting each other consistently, like, I'm going to go out with him, you know? So we go get dinner at this Italian place. He – okay, so I usually get hate when guys order for me because I'm, like, 
I just met you. You don't know anything about me. We sit down and he was like, okay, we'll be having a bottle of this. This I was like, oh, but I kind of liked it. I was like, okay, fancy, fancy, smushy, fancy. Um, the date goes incredibly. And I know it went well because I didn't text Mr. Medium and I do text him every night no matter what I'm doing. I could literally be next. Okay, that sounds really bad. I, I yeah. What were you going to say? Yikes. I text him every night no matter <laughs> what. Deep someone and texting Yeah, texting him. I, I mean, true, but yeah. So um, I didn't text him at all. And Medium knew something was wrong because he was like, I don't like this feeling. He was up her asshole the entire day, the rest of the night and the next yeah. day. Yeah, but for me, that kind of meant something to me because it was like, wow, he actually cares about me. I mean, he dumped me after, but whatever. But um, yeah. But the date went so well. I didn't plan on sleeping with him, but I did, and like things went well. I felt great about it. And he was like, "I'm gonna follow you on Instagram. Like, we're gonna keep texting. I want to see you so soon. This is great." And I was like, "Is this me finding someone that's actually into me?" And then (laughs) we texted all day, and he was like, "I'm you're just beautiful. Like, we had a great time." I'm like, "Yeet." A couple days go by, and I was like, maybe I should reach out and be like, let's get something, like drinks next week, or let's go get dinner. I reach out. He takes a few days to respond. I literally have a panic attack, because I was like, is he not into me? Uh, like, panic a panic attack. A uh, panic attack. Yeah, Just I kidding. panicked. Just kidding. Um, I overthink. I have bad anxiety when it comes to relationships. Just like from my past experience, I do get very, very bad anxiety about things. My mom's like, take a chill pill, Cindy. Um, yeah, Cindy just breathes. Cindy, Cindy just stop Cindy being Cindy just stop having anxiety. That's what she says every time. Cured. Love her though. But yeah. um, I finally reached out to him and I was like, let's go like get drinks. And so we get there and I'm kind of like feeling weird because like he wasn't as like into it as he was before. And that's when I started to think like maybe he's, his interests aren't aligning with mine. You know, the date went really well and we would acknowledge that. But he even said, he was like, I don't do second dates. This is like something new for me. And I was like, what the, what the heck? Like, who, who says that to someone they're on a date with? Like, why are men so, I want one date, sex, I, a new girl. Like, for me, that just, I mean, I respect for you if you have that mentality. It's just not something I, like, agree with. But that was weird as fuck to me. And after that, he was like, still, great date. He's like, I want to see you again. I'm going to text you, actually, tomorrow. Never hear from him. And I even said something. Because, like, I saw a TikTok where the girl was like, so I want guys get away with ghosting you. Like, say something to their, like, like text them and say, like, you need to learn how to grow up. And like in something in a respectful way, I, I even was like, okay, like thanks for reaching out. Like you said, you would blah, blah blah. And he was like, oh shit, I'm so sorry. Like work came up, and I was like, okay, whatever. Like for me, that closure was nice because I was like, maybe I'm just not what he wants. But like he made that clear. But I liked that she like she had like a template of what to say, and I loved it. Cause it was like stop letting these men get away with treating women like shit because they only want one thing from them. Mm-hmm. Like hold them accountable. If they don't answer, at least you got your like words out your expression out whatever and like it would be understandable because if he first of all it takes 30 seconds to text someone and say hey want to grab drinks this weekend you know yeah second of all if you're not gonna text someone don't say that you're gonna text them like a million times because that's the thing like not only like even if we could get past that it takes 30 seconds to text someone like even if he was swamped with work and about to get fired and I don't I don't even know what yeah. like even if he did have a viable excuse this is now the second slash third time slash like in total probably like 10th time yeah. that he said he was gonna text you that he promised he would and then didn't and well, that's inexcusable because it. that becomes it yeah. yeah it becomes a pattern there's also a way to be nice to someone and not give empty promises if that makes sense it's weird that like I wasn't even like I asked it was no he offered, offered yeah which is so weird to me because it's that's I how I know it in it's the like, kitchen literally you heard it yeah, yeah. 
it's a manipulation thing, wow. you know? It's like keeping the girl's interest without having to give anything in reality, you know? But, like, I think I w- want to pick your brain on this. Because, like, for me, when I don't like a guy or, like, I'm not into it, I still won't ghost them. Like, I'll even say, like, sorry, I'm not interested. Or, like, I'm seeing someone. Or, like, I'm not in the right place. I'll never just ghost. Even, like, guys who drive me crazy. Like, I we've talked about before, obviously. But, like, for you, what is the criteria for ghosting your mind? Like, would you ever ghost someone? What's the criteria for that? Like... Is there a, like, specific date, like, an amount of time, two months, three months, two weeks, two dates, where, like, after that time, it's disrespectful to a ghost? Like, you offer that person, that person deserves an explanation. Like, do you think there's, like, a timeline for that for you personally? I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of smoking audio. Connect the stories change your perspective connecting changes everything at&t you deserve a moment to yourself every single day and a delicious bite of a keebler sandies can give you that comforting pause relax this sunday with a little moment to yourself and the melt in your mouth magic of a keebler sandies this magic is baked into simple shortbread cookies by ernie and the keebler elves So as life continues to fly by, make the most of your me moment. Take a pause and enjoy a Keebler Sandies. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. So for me personally... <laughs> for me personally. For me personally, because you asked. Yeah, uh, you know. Hi, Oprah, since you asked. <laughs> Elle. Ellen. Wait, Wait did I just call her Elle? Elle. Hi, Ellen. Thank you for asking this great question. I think because I don't get bothered when guys ghost me after, say, like the talking stage so like if we're number one fuck buddies if number two we just went on one date if number three we just like are talking and like maybe we even talked about being exclusive and then I get ghosted I don't really care just because I think I'd rather imagine that he's 
I don't know, got back together with his ex or like he just wasn't in the right headspace rather than actually hear from him that it was, it might've been personal. You know what I mean? Like rather than I don't like that you did this or I don't like the way you look or I don't like the way that you talk, you know, like I would rather just make something up that makes me feel better than hear it. Even if his, like, even if his response is nicer than what I thought of in my head, I'd rather just kind of invent my own scenario. So unless we've been dating exclusively for a while, which just happened. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ghosting doesn't really bother me. Yeah. So yes, I ghost people. I ghost. I used to. Well, I'm dating someone now, but I ghosted people a lot back when I was single and on the town, single, pringle, ready to mingle. And I never really thought anything of it. But I would say probably one out of five times I get a text being like, "Real mature. Like, are you serious? How old are you? Like, are you genuinely 13? You, you don't think I even get owed an explanation?" But those were always the guys who were assholes, and I went on one date with, and I was yeah. like, I blocked right after, and I'm like, "There's no way I'm ever gonna talk to you again." Yeah. Because you, like, insulted me, you insulted my family, you insulted, like, whatever. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, it was always those guys it, where it was a really obvious bad date who would text me and be like, how fucking dare you? I really liked you, but guess not, immature asshole. And I'm like, okay, like, you're ugly anyway, bitch. And I'm like, bruh, okay. So is it more of a behavior but thing or a time thing for you? When you mean when you say behavior thing? I mean, in terms of the criteria for ghosting guy, is it more like if it's been less than three months, you don't owe them an explanation? Or, like, there doesn't need to be, like, a discussion that's had. Or is it more of, like, no matter what time it is, if someone treats you or has a certain behavior towards you that makes you uncomfortable or, like, make you want to end things, you don't owe them shit. Like, you know, like, what is more of your, like, idea of how you would approach that? Absolutely the latter. Because I dated a guy for, like, two years and I ghosted him at the end of all of it. And I've known him slash was, like, on and off with him for two years. Just solely because, like, he was an asshole. You know like, what I mean? Was there a breakup or you just, like, stopped talking? Yeah, I just stopped talking. Like, the last thing he asked me, I remember it so specifically, was, like, what is, what's your advice on internships? And I was, like, I'm just not going to answer. Uh, and it wasn't even okay. like we were on bad terms. Like, we weren't dating at the time. We weren't not speaking to each other at the time. We were just, like, in a weird, like, limbo phase. And there wasn't even any hard feelings, like, in that moment. But I just, like, knew in my brain, in my noggin, in the back of my forefront of the back burner brain that, like, I just didn't want to talk to him anymore. And, like, is that shitty? Maybe. But, like, I consider what he did to me to be, like, 80 million times more shitty than that, you know? Yeah. Because, like, I don't necessarily like ghosting. Because, like, okay, for example. Yeah. I went on a date with one guy. He's a guy I told you about. Yes. Oh, my God. And so, um... Apparently, he lived in Jersey, which I, like, wasn't aware of. And so, like, he showed up for this date. We went to get, like, pizza and wine or something. Mm-hmm. And he has an overnight bag. And I was like, I'm just meeting you. You're not staying here. And, like, he also had the voice of a sorority girl. Ew! Was it high pitched? Yeah, it was just like, oh, my. Like, you know movies that make fun of sorority girls? Yeah. They're like, oh, my God. Or, like, some type of, like, really, really awful vocal fry. I, like, I couldn't, I couldn't. I don't know. I felt so bad, but, like, I couldn't shake it. Because, like, I also did a very deep voice, but, Mm -hmm. like, for some reason, I just just couldn't shake it. And I never texted you, and I was like, "Uh, I don't know if I can do this. Not even do that. Like, he was clingy on the first date. No, that's the worst. We're watching a movie, and it's, like, one part of his limb, his fingers always had to be touching me at some time. And I was like, okay, I can't do this. Like, I don't even know you that well. And then he got mad when I was, like... Like, oh, I'm like, I don't think I'm going to go to bed. Like, it was a nice meeting. And he was like, I'm not staying over. And I was like, I just met you. Like, no. And so that was the only date we ever went on in, like, December maybe. And then, like, he keeps texting me. And I'm like, eh. Like, I'm responding. And I'm not being like, let's hang out, you know? Like, I'm being cordial. And then finally, he was like, let's let's go get dinner. And I was like, you know what? Like, I'm not really interested. But, like, thanks for asking. And he was like, you led me on. I thought we were. So he me this entire paragraph. 
And I remember showing you, and I was like, bro, we went on a one date, like, three months ago, and we have not talked or hung out since. Like, that should be an indication that, like, I, I'm not interested. And I was like, I, if, like, I'm still dealing with something with someone in my past that, like, I want to make sure that's, like... But you responded. It's very nice yeah. and mature of you. And I was just like, Ugh. that's the only situation <laughs> where I was like, I should have ghosted instead of responding. Mm. But, like, for me, I feel like I always want the respect of, like, having that conversation for me so I wouldn't get to other people. Also, I just, like, I don't know. I like to give them, like, I like closure. I don't want any, like, open-ended anything. I like to literally tie it with a bow and send it on its way. I don't like there to be any loose corners, any et cetera. <laughs> you sound like a mafia member. No loose ends. No loose corners. Um, Why was that British? <laughs> I don't know. Whenever I, like, feel the need to, like, I don't know. The only accent I can do is British or Jamaican. When you I can do, do a good Italian accent. Oh, yes. Uh, that is because uh, Mr. Medium is Italian. Um, that's what I was saying. So, like... This is completely nothing to do with the topic, just about accents. Mr. Medium's family is Italian, like, very Italian. And I keep saying, like, I've met some of his family, but when I meet his parents, like, I am looking forward to, it's like, I don't know what's worse. Mr. Medium says, like, mutz and prosciutto. Like, he pronounces them in their, like, actual Italian pronunciation. And, like, ricotte. And ricotte. I'm like... Yeah. And I am literally Parmesan, <laughs> mozzarella, Brunch. ricotta, prosciutto. And I'm like, what's worse, though? Because, like, that's one thing about like, interracial relationships is, like, understanding and respecting culture. Because, like, what's worse? Me being like, hi, can I have some mozzarella? Or can I have some mozz? Like, I don't know what is more embarrassing for me. So, I'm just like... Yeah, because then if you say it. it right, what if you don't actually say it right? But then if you try to say it, like, the English way... It sounds when, like you're mocking them if you use the accent, you Yeah, know? and but that's then like, when, it, when you say, like, mozzarella, they're gonna be like, oh, you mean mozzarella? And yeah. you're like, okay, sorry. That's like him coming to my house and being like, oh, what's a guan? And I'm gonna be like, oh, it just <laughs> happened. So, I know that, like, if I witnessed that, <laughs> I would physically roast him. So, I'm like, I don't know what to do. I just lost so hard cheese. my left hit hurts. You're like, why are you grabbing your <laughs> boob like that? Oh, that was really good. Wow. So yeah. yeah there's, it's crazy. There's no way that I can no. do that. So moving on to yeah, level actual, five. No, I'm so We're good. on four. No, we finished. I did one. You did two and three. <laughs> yeah. so this is what happens when you don't plan out the levels before and you literally wing it yeah. from experience. I like the way you said wing just then. You said wing it. You use the wing. You wing it. Wing it. Wing, comma, it. Yeah, you say that wing. Wing it. Wing it. What? Wait, you say wing, wing. It, wing it, wing. What do you say? Wing. Wing. Yeah, no, it's not <laughs> wrong. It's not wrong, but the way you say it, I mean, dear listeners, you have to know what I'm talking about. Say it again. Wing it. Wing it. You say wing it. With, there's like a sight, like a little like tiny G in there at the end of wing. Yes. W-I-N-G. Yeah, but the G is silent. It says wing. It's not wing. What? No, wait. <laughs> <laughs> when birds fly and their arms stick out, do you call it a ween? It's a wing. What? I'm so disturbed right now. It's not a wing. It's not a wing. It's a wing. When you do something on the fly, you wing it. You wing it. Yes. You're you're saying G also. No. I say. uh, Say it right now. Wing. You say wing. Say wing it. Wing it. No. No, I'm mimicking you. No, I'm mimicking you. The way I say is wing it. Anyway. (laughs) You say wing it? Literally what? So, okay, anyone knows we're gonna listen to this back, yeah. and I'm gonna roast you because you say wing it. Yes, wing. Like when you do something on the fly with no preparation, you wing it. Wing, not wing, wing. <laughs> okay, at this point, I don't know what she is talking about. You wing something. You w i n g. Wing, 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 wing. <laughs> <laughs> you not pronounce the end of the g. No. 
okay, feeder kid. <laughs> oh my <laughs> lord. She makes fun of the way I say family too, because it is weird. It's the family. family. What else do I say? Like you sound, Fam- you sound like you're making fun of someone. <laughs> the family, you know. <laughs> my family. 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 That's because I think it's it's, a, it's the southern northern diction thing. For sure. Like we say it correctly, and you guys say it like the British. <laughs> how do you? Hey, look. How do you? Okay, one more, and then we'll move on. How do you say the word F O L K? Folk. I say folk. Okay, so you, what I'm hearing is that you like to skip letters for fun. <laughs> that's what I like to do. That's, okay. that's what I'm hearing here. On to level four. I like to think of level four as like you're exclusively dating and then something happens. Okay, yeah. So about that. Okay. Um, Mr. Meaning must threaten to ghost me so many times. I'm pretty sure it's a joke. I'm pretending like it's a joke. But like <laughs> if you are with someone for longer than three or four months or at any point in that time period – of you guys being together it was considered a relationship you should not ghost them it's disrespectful it's rude it hurts it makes everything harder to heal from because you have no closure like people like to say closure doesn't exist and like in some way doesn't really because it's like what if they're like i don't like you because your hair is weird and like you burp weird and i like what you chew like doesn't really help you like feel any type of like sealment on the issue but I think like having a reason why and not having to wonder every single night I wonder why they left me I wonder why they're not talking to me anymore or why they're not interested I feel like having that reason helps you heal so much faster you know that whole thing we talk about like the halftime theory yeah by one Charlotte Sex and the City characters under her last name yes so if you guys don't watch Sex and the City we're gonna give you the Spark Notes version one character Charlotte um, she's like the goody two shoes I love her her whole theory on getting over a relationship is that it takes the half time of how long you work together to truly get over something. So if you were together for six months, it'll take you three months to get over them, like just the half time. But like, I feel like if you're ghosting someone you've been with for like a year with no reason or rhyme whatsoever, no, I'm sorry, it's not working, let's end things. There is no half time. There's no full time. It's like you are going to spend your days and nights thinking about that until you feel to have resolution or you find resolution within yourself. So, like, for me, ghosting just complicates things so much more than it needs to. Well, this is what sucks about that whole thing is because when someone ghosts you and you don't feel like you did anything wrong or, like, everything was going great and, like, you just went out on a yacht cruise date, like, something like that, and, like, you just celebrated an anniversary or, like, it's a few days before Valentine's Day or, like, you know what I mean? Like, a special occasion. And then you get ghosted for no reason after seriously being involved with someone – like, you're going to forever, the same goes with cheating, I think, you're going to forever think, what about me didn't fulfill the certain void in someone's life that they had to go seek it in somebody else? Exactly. You know, like, what about me is, like, I'm not, a, what about me isn't enough? And then you're going to think about that and ponder that, and get, you're never going to get the answer. Because no one's ballsy enough to be like, well, I don't like X, Y, and Z about you, and that's why I broke up with you. Yeah. And the worst part is, is that, like, that person that's doing the ghosting probably feels no pain about it, you know? Exactly. They've obviously found a way to move on with things without having to provide any kind of an explanation. So, for me, I just, like, I don't know. I feel like, even if you don't, I think it's more respect for yourself. It's, like, I value myself enough and value people enough and feel that, like, I deserve to get that emotion out of me. Like, Mm -hmm. let's say a man didn't treat you well or your partner didn't treat you well and you're gotten to a point where you're, like, I'm just done with it. I owe it to myself to relieve myself of that pressure and be like, you don't treat me right, and I'm done with it, you know, instead of just leaving. Mm-hmm. So I don't understand that. Yeah, I understand that. So Sydney. Sydney Winter. Kapow. Sydney Joy. <laughs> you mean Kachow? I don't even know I what I meant. I wanted to say yes, but then, like, something in my body was like, kapow. 
<laughs> do you think that in a relationship, if you are the one being victimized or the one being like on, like on the receiving end of something awful, i.e. you got cheated on, you're just being treated like shit in general, assault, whatever. Let's say after you found out that this person cheated on you and you knew it was over like in your own brain and this person goes blah, 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 blah. Let's say that it would make you feel better because I know it wouldn't, but let's say it would make you feel better. Your face right now is so funny. Oh, okay. <laughs> you, you, you go. Oh, I was laughing at my own life experience. <laughs> um, let's say this person's like texting you, trying to like literally kiss your asshole, but like you know in your own brain it's over. And let's say you're the type of person to like get closure by just like not even responding. Do you think that's okay in general? Like not just because obviously it's not for you, but how do you feel about like that when other people do it? I.e., our listeners. I.e., anybody. Yeah, I don't think it's a personal thing. I think that the important okay, point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think the important point is that the ghosting has come from a place of malice. Like if you're ghosting because it gives you closure, like it's best for your mental health. That's one thing. But if it's coming out of a place where you want to hurt someone or like out of malice, it's only going to hurt you just as much. You know, that's like my whole thing about it. Yeah. But if I was that kind of person that could just ghost for closure, girly, you would not see me. I'll be, <laughs> yeah, absolutely not. But as you know, I'm very invested in my relationships, so I'm not the kind of person I wish that I could be, honestly, that could just, like, let it go. Okay? This, this isn't, like, how I view what you just said. Okay. There are two kinds of people. Mm-hmm. The one that make the paragraph in their notes app have it proofread by one Sarah Hodgson and then proofread it again, shorten it, lengthen it, keep it there for six months and then send it. And then kind of just like, okay, I just don't answer. I aspire to be a K don't answer kind of person. Right now I am a, I send out an entire thesis statement with four points and a conclusion when I get upset or angry about something because I feel the need to get like my emotions out because not for the other person, but for my own benefit. Like if you gaslight me, if you hurt me, if you do things to try and make me upset, I'm not gonna sit there and let you just win or like let you just get away with it. Like I'm gonna speak out about it because that's my personal preference about how I deal with things, you know? Mm-hmm. I don't I don't play that shit. No. I don't let you gaslight me and BS me. Like I'm not a child. So no, I always say something. But I aspire to be so at peace with myself and just not care what people do or say or how they regard me. Or I'm just like, you know what? You to you, you know? Right. But I'm not there. So I will keep, a, what's that thing called? Me, med, meditating. Oh, yeah. I can't meditate. They'd be like, I breathe. can't either. No. Oh, my God. Have you ever done a YouTube meditation Yeah, video? where it's like the breathe in for five. I have asthma. I, can, <laughs> I cannot breathe in for 14 seconds straight and then breathe out for two. Literally, that's uh-huh. why I hate yoga so much. They're like, in. And I'm like, <gasps> I have asthma. I cannot do those breathing exercises. So my meditation is sleeping and listening to... Um, myself yes. cry yes oh yes that was that got so depressing very yeah. very quickly <laughs> you know <laughs> the weird thing is is that I love yoga it's in yoga but I hate meditating and I don't know why because I think to yoga there's some sort of like physical element to it and like I'm one of those people who get bored so easily so I can't just like sit there and go home mm-hmm. Okay, <laughs> if you meditate so just shit it all over you yes. and your practice I, let me just redo that I can't just sit there and like stare into space or like get into my own thought but like if you don't like meditating there are so many other ways to engage in practices that are peaceful and that put your mind at ease and that's okay and also if you meditate I'm so sorry I'm not trying to shit on you but and that's great I wish I could meditate but you know what I mean just, I guess I'm just trying to justify my own toxic behavior <laughs> I think everyone has ways of like dealing with things because like yeah. If you all have listened to this podcast, you know mine is uh, through my bowel system or physically through taking two-hour showers. Sorry, I do like the environment. I don't mean to do it to hurt. 
it just be my therapy. Or Sydney I just does like, indeed spend a lot of time in the bathroom I do. that we share. <laughs> I don't know. I think small spaces make me think more. Yeah. Or just like through crying, just because like it's me physically releasing emotions. Yeah. Because like I am overthinker. I do have a lot of like I have anxiety attachment styles, like whatever. But um, there's this one thing I saw on TikTok. I hate that TikToks become my reference for everything, but whatever. Um, oh, we live in an age. <laughs> That's okay. We live in a time where this one girl was like, there's this kind of peace. This is like, this feeling of like calm that you can't really explain or like there's no reason for it there's no rhyme for it but like you're dealing with someone who like has hurt you or you're in like a toxic like cycle where you wake up one day and you're just like I no longer care like I'm over this I'm moving on and I truly do not care in that level of peace I don't know something about it and I feel like I've had that before with like exes in the past with friends who like I've gone think etc and like the calm the peace is something I can't even describe it's so nice yeah but yeah I feel like there's not really a way to like get there specifically I don't know if it's like a halftime thing or whatever but people who ghost me who I literally do not care about I can't get that because I don't have a closure I don't have a reason I don't have like something to like tangibly say this is why that ended so for me it's like someone who I've literally met once who I could not care less about like pita bread for example pita pita you back like what two Two episodes episodes ago ago? yeah that really beautiful hollister greek guy Mm. that i was literally in love with still am if you're out there we're all oh my god if you saw a picture of him you'd be in love with him him too too. yes i really made sarah come in the living room to talk to him just so she could like get a view of his face this is how hot he was you know like it doesn't even matter who this hot person is seeing or whatever when they say anything to you you almost smell like he was like oh my god this vacuum cleaner is the best brand oh my god is this yours and i was like yes <laughs> it's mine. like physically Thank you. wow wow yeah pita bread like we've had such incredible dates our yeah. messages are fine like we've made he's the one that talks about that said like communicated up front that like this is what we want if it goes to something else, like, that's cool. But for right now, this is what we're doing. Yeah. I appreciate that so much. Yeah. And, like, I don't even know if he ghosted me because I did see him last – two weeks ago, last week. I don't know. Yeah. But if he had ghosted me, I would have been so butthurt. Not only because he's cute as hell, but because I didn't have a reason. Like, we got along so well. We've always had a great time together. So I feel like for me, it's more of that. It's like a – what I do? You know, like it should be on. You did something. It's you, mm-hmm. not me. Is my philosophy with it's, those things? Is that of it's me, not or it's not you, it's me. It's it's. That's it's the worst excuse for a breakup ever. Like it's not you, it's me. Like okay, what? Why are you telling me that? No, this is my fucking beef. When you break up with someone and say it's not you, it's me, you should have known that it was fucking you before you started the relationship. Why are you waiting until you're halfway, like a year into the relationship, and be like, actually, I've developed some problems? No, bitch, you're just a psychopath. You should have realized that and she'd have like prevented me from that before I caught feelings Sarah felt that one <laughs> I like, was ready she said that one got one yeah the that one got personal from BBC Radio 4 Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip I thought in that moment oh my god we've summoned something from this board this is Uncanny USA He says, somebody's in the house. And I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. 
Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk. Comedians or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of smoking audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. You deserve a moment to yourself every single day. And a delicious bite of a Keebler Sandies can give you that comforting pause. Don't forget to pack the melt-in-your-mouth magic of a Keebler Sandies to steal a moment for yourself before the week ahead. This magic is baked into simple shortbread cookies by Ernie and the Keebler Elves. So as life continues to fly by, make the most of your me moment. Take a pause and enjoy a Keebler Sandies. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. But you know that rom-com, like, he's not that into you? Yes. Yeah, it's like he may not be that into me, but why? <laughs> like I can have that's what, I'm like, perfect for me. <laughs> oh, literally, <God>. I'm great. <laughs> I'm a package deal. I'm the queen. Like I get that it's like a way to like get over things. Like oh, he's not that into you. Like that's the only reason why. But like no, why not? I want a six-page document outlining specifically things. I want why. a senior thesis. I want a senior. I want a dissertation. It, I want you to argue it to me. Is it my thin hair? Yeah, let's <laughs> go. Let's go into debate. What is it? What's is it, it my thin hair? Is it my gorilla grip pussy? What is it? Which I'm one? so dead. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> why are we literally old women? Physically old women. Why are we guessing like that? This is why we can't do things together. I'm so dead. I had something really funny to say, and then I forgot. Oh, you know that? <laughs> is it how you finally realized you say the G and wing it? I can't believe that, that was a wing it. That was a five minute conversation. Yikes. Ooh, no. So, no, there was a scene in Sex in the City. Someone like tells Miranda, Steve, I think it was actually, like, oh, he's just not that into you or something. Or maybe it wasn't Steve. I don't know. Some some guy or some girl told, obviously, told Miranda mm. that whatever guy she was talking to was just not that into her. And she's sitting on the steps of the Met and two girls are sitting right next to it. This is how, intru- this is so intrusive. I can't believe she did this. But she's sitting there just like eating her salad. And these two girls are talking about how this guy like didn't call her back because he had like stomach poor food poisoning or something. And Miranda comes up to them and goes, hi, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to overhear, but I couldn't help it. He's just not that into you. And like smiled and walked away. And they were like, that bitch. You're that old woman. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Okay. Sierra has a lot of talents, obviously. She is a well-rounded woman. But probably her foremost talent is that this girl can recall any scene <gasps> in the entire six-season series of Sex in the City with extreme preciseness like every word every action every outfit like i'll be watching the living room she's like oh this is that scene and i'm like girl i don't even know that and i'm watching it <laughs> it's truly a talent what's level five tell me about level five sydney you're in a long-term relationship past two years oh my god when you're engaged and he just needs you that's my fucking biggest fear that's another sex in the city reference yeah. yeah, I'm like this ultimate level of ghosting. Let's leave you at the altar after you paid for the entire wedding. That's how you know your parents. And the cool. honeymoon, she put the she prepaid for the entire honeymoon 
on her card to surprise Big, and he didn't show up. That's why you don't surprise men or give men good things. I'm genuinely not joking. <laughs> that was it. Are we recording right now? Yeah. Okay. Um. So let me talk that. Hold on. Um. So level five is literally the ultimate form of ghosting. I was surprised you said that. I was like, yeah. I literally thought we were just talking. Um. So sorry. My biggest. Okay. Me and Sarah talk about our weddings at least once a day for genuinely no reason whatsoever. I have this extremely rational fear based off of purely my dating history that my man will leave me at the altar if he does that i'm sorry it will be godzilla versus king kong <laughs> the winter edition the way i will be throwing my heels i will be screaming i'll be crawling before crying like you it will be a world star tiktok event like if you <laughs> make me if if you make me buy this dress Get this venue, plan this wedding, have this invite all the think about all those people knowing that your man like, left you at the altar. Literally, like I could catch with a secret if it was done the day before. Like, dang. <laughs> but like the audacity to show up and then be like, nah, you couldn't have thought of that. And that's why I want a long engagement. By long, I mean like at least a year. Because if you don't have your mind made up, maybe we are not going through all of this. I will pawn that ring. I'll get me a vacay with my besties to Mexico to decompress my Mexico or Greece or Italy. Or Greece or And I'll Greece, come back Greece. and get a new man. But, like, if you leave me at the altar, there is no redeeming. There's no coming back from that. Also, if Sydney gets left at the altar, this is how real Sydney and I are. Like, how many times we've, we've thought about, about this, this in depth? Because if Sydney gets left at the altar or if I get left at the altar... Or, but if Sydney gets left to the altar more specifically, just because of what I'm because about it's to more say. likely to happen. No, yes. but, but no, because of what I'm about to say. Chance and I are going to take her to Santorini, and Chance and I have we ever talked about this? No, but we have, and I know Chance would be on board. So let's go. Nothing provides more fear for me than Nothing. going no. anywhere with you and Chance because Chance and Sarah <laughs> are literally. Um, do, like, do our listeners know Chance? Chance is our. We call. We literally have called Chance our publicist for like three years, and she's not the best. No, <laughs> that was a that, yeah, that was our joke for uh, the peak. Yeah, yeah. Chance is like my best friend from home. Like since I was literally like ten years old. That's my girl. Um, uh, what were we talking about Chance for? Oh yeah, yeah. Everywhere just, Chance just and Sarah go, every pair of eyes in the world is like. <laughs> Like, on them. If I ever went to Greece, these two girls would have six husbands. It'd be Mamma Mia, but, like, it's, like, the warped whore version where, like, they both get married and I'm just, like, did they come here and make me feel better about myself? I don't know. I think one of my worst moves, this is what happened to my mom's friend. This is, I think this might be level six because maybe let's make level five engagement slash being left at the altar and let's make level six. The final level. The final, like, What's it like the boss level? So what do they call high levels in video games? It's the boss level. It's like where you fight the boss or the boss, the police, the boss. baby girl. It's I the don't boss. Know what I the last swear year to God. you played video games and know fighting bosses in video games? No, it's not like the employee boss. It's like the boss level. Okay. So did I research this to sound like a gamer to my boyfriend? Maybe I did, and maybe okay. I didn't. That it's the final, go final dawn final battle the final countdown it's, it's the, the final, final countdown. countdown what is wrong with us i don't know anyway. i swear our brains have some like you like invisible strings <laughs> where like all the damasery come together and meet at the same time daily exert themselves literally exert themselves <laughs> and whenever me and Sydney say something together it's always it's never intellectual it's, never, it's, always, it's dumb always dumb as hell dumb. it's always dumb and random and it's always in public level dumb six. in public is what we're calling this dumb. we're dumb in public 
can't even hear what you just said. I said guns in public. Guns. Oh, guns yes. In public. I said guns. I was like, no. Guns you... in... no I, feel like, I feel like, <laughs> well, yeah, that's literally, wait, if I ever get into a, be a senator and I'm passing gun control legislation, it's like going to be called no more guns in public. <laughs> guns in public. Um, level six is when you're married either for like for an extended period of time because no one i feel like no one divorces their significant other after they've been married for like three seconds it's always after like two or three years britney spears kim kardashian 72 days to be exact wait how long did nicole kidman and tom cruise marry before they aren't they still married no oh yeah he has that one middle tooth um have you ever seen he has a single no he has a single middle tooth i thought tom cruise had a full full set of teeth no he does but they're misaligned we're oh. like you know how you're supposed to have like they know the the thing in between your two front teeth is the middle yeah the gap yeah his gap is to the right so there's only a single tooth in the middle as a kid i could not watch tom cruise act because of Wait. this single fact i did not <clears throat> excuse me I girl they were married for 11 years <laughs> she's like how long are they married for oh yeah no i had no idea but then they divorced oh my god if you look up nicole kidman Divorce pictures with like Tom Cruise. She, you, you'll see her walking down Tom Cruise's. Oh yeah, like yes, yes. yes that's I how I aspire to be. What a badass. She was taller than him. She could have predicted that. Oh my god, she could. Oh, Nicole Kidman, I think is one of the most gorgeous humans I've ever seen in my life, and she deserves so much better than Tom him. Cruise glowed up. I guess they both they both glowed up because they both were not cute. You think Tom Cruise glowed up from these pictures? Yes, ma'am. Sometimes I forget that these people, like, lived in the same universe. Like, yeah. these celebrities. I find that to be odd. You're getting so off track today. Tom, When do we not? Wait. Why are we talking about Tom Cruise? He has, like, 50 know. wives. That Scientology stuff. Like, they pick a wife oh for him and all God. this stuff. Scientology's the worst. It's creepy. I was used to be obsessed with it. Like, not in, like, a way that I wanted to be in it. But, like, I just wanted to know what it was about. Me too. Because, well, I feel like whenever you hear about... Oh, my God. Uh, have you heard about that religion? Like, the spaghetti monster religion? Where they all were wearing calendars on their heads. <laughs> Have you heard about that? A psych ward? No, but it might as well be. There was a, a huge thing in like 2014, 15, where all of these people were trying to get the spaghetti monster as their god to be a real religion. And they were petitioning to wear colanders on their heads as a sign of their religion as one would wear a yarmulke uh, on their ID card, like their physical driver's license. Isn't, isn't that hilarious? Isn't yarmulke spelled like yarmul? It's spelled like a way that you would not expect it to be spelled. I enjoy that people do that. Me too. It makes you challenge you a little bit. Yeah, it's a little like spelling bee trivia, but on the daily and for no reason. I don't know how I went from ghosting to colanders to yarmulkes in a single sentence. (laughs) That is called talent. That's called talent. It is. But also, I feel like you can't really ghost someone when you're married because you do have to have signed divorce papers. You do, yes. But um, after you signed the divorce papers, though. But honestly, okay, but this is the story I was going to tell. My mom had a really good friend from like three states ago because I'm from a military family, so we moved around states a lot. She had a really good friend who had a husband who was from a foreign country and went like three years into the marriage after they had two kids already and they were both like infant slash toddler age he uh, with no word whatsoever and with no indication that he would leave he left to go back home to his country and where his like family was and where apparently a wife was waiting for him there like an arranged wife and she was left alone with no kids no divorce papers legally in the united states she's still married to him so it's all crazy the amount of crazy stories i have about things like that like i'll never forget um I think I would tell that on 
we should have like just like a like an episode about crazy stories but yeah from my like day school it was actually on dateline this story these two girls i danced at my uh elementary school like my day school um the mom the mom's like the sweetest person i've ever met in my entire life she was like one of the dance moms like Mm -hmm. so so sweet oh so cool she um not dance moms a tv show like dance moms like in our little group but um (laughs) she faked her own kidnapping (gasps) so she can extort money from her husband to marry her boyfriend i mean baby really went to the lengths to get that money but like i'm pure a plus for effort you know did she get in creativity did she get in huge legal trouble for that uh, yeah, she was in jail. I think she might still be in jail, actually. Oh, that's crazy. Just, like, extortion and, like, something else. Speaking of, like, people we know who are in prison, my <laughs> boy... Yeah, what? Speaking of. Yeah, just randomly. My boyfriend's grandfather, like, not blood-related grandfather in some weird way, <clears throat> or, like, grandfather's brother, something weird like that, was in the Philadelphia crime scene. He was, like, the head of the family. He was the Don and that family, and he's in jail for life right now. Oh. Is the dawn of a new Isn't day. that insane? I heard that and I was like, oh, like why am I more attracted to you? But I'm it was funny. So it was funny. It's because we're watching I'm, Sopranos right yeah. now. Um, it's because I'm obsessed with Godfather and Goodfellas and now Sopranos. Oh my god. Is in fact, that a I watched racist? all three of those with Mr. <clears throat> Medium in the last like two months. Did you? Cool. Elephant was like, babe, show me your culture. And he makes me watch the Sopranos. Pony's so, so against Sopranos. A lot of people do think it's offensive though. I think because yeah. it's like just how I think a lot of like movies that are about like black communities are like very well yeah. what are we talking about okay I stereotypes no anyway back to ghosting so for example people who ghost after getting divorced it's just isn't that weird they're like you're with someone for like 20 years and you even just, especially if you have kids yeah especially if you've been together for like a long time it's like yeah. 20 years you stop talking to them because it's like fran drescher the um actress who plays the nanny on the nanny uh who plays fran fine she married her husband at 21, right out of high school, they were like high school sweethearts. They were married for like 21 years. And he told her while they were together that he was bi. And he was like the executive producer, the writer, the director of The Nanny. So they worked together on the show. And then they got divorced. They separated and got divorced like two years later. He came out as gay and now they're best friends. When I say best friends, I mean like best friends. Like all our internet pictures are together. They hang out every day. Like she said that he still her soulmate and she's still his soulmate just not in the way they thought they were which is like somewhat kind of beautiful but also i'd be low-key so sad but it'd be really sad see not ghosting sometimes you have a new best friend you know it's just weird like how do you go from like being so intimate for 20 years to literally just being besties yeah and then but that like that that's such like a a shock but like go fran for the next episode, I'm counting how many times Sarah says guys are trying to transition. Yeah. So we talked about ghosting for probably just half this episode because the other half was genuinely, I, do, I cannot even remember what we talked about. <laughs> and that's the power of recording at 4 yeah. p.m. Mm. in the middle of the day on a Monday. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the power of being Sarah and Sydney completely like drained, drained and not even with everything. But we're always on 10. We're like, yeah. we're like operating on zero but feeling on him. The thing about us is that we, we love to record. There's not a second that goes by where we're ever like, oh my God, we have to record an episode. Ugh, like I would so much rather be doing X, Y, and Z. We love this. We do. It's and like, scary. it's one of our favorite things, but I mean, uh, you know, regrettably, sometimes we are off our game, but we still hope that we can provide laughter and hilariousness and ridiculousness. Why are we adding this disclaimer in there? They'll because be I like it. Be I like <laughs> it. I think that I just, you go ahead and close. <laughs> yeah, so ignoring all of that. Um, this is a very good spot to end the episode, I think, because yeah. we're, we're both spiraling. Yeah. Spiraling. Spiraling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey.
I, I truly why? will never understand. I'm not going to say guys. I was so close to saying it. Listeners, girlies, crybabies. Um, thank you so much for listening to this chaotic episode per usual. As we always say, shit happens. Mine is... Oh, wait. You say that side part. Okay. We're just trying to get the hang of this, guys. We're trying. We've done it, what, three times? We messed yeah, up every single time. Yeah, third time. Yeah. Messed it up every single time. Okay. It's not even that hard. Like, are we okay? Ready? Yeah. Five, six, seven, eight. Shit happens. Oh, wait. No, no. That's not the... No, 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 no. No. Okay. Rewind. Five, six, seven, eight. As we always say on our show, as by always, I mean three times, shit happens. Might as well cry about it. So, Goodbye. if you want to listen. <laughs> <laughs> See, we're... Yeah, it's just what happens. Yeah. Um, so... We have episodes every Thursday on Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. And we have minis every Sunday, either on those same platforms or on YouTube. If you want to, like, see us, talk us about things like careers, advice, etc., those are on our YouTube page. Just search up Crying in Public. Follow our Instagram, our TikTok, and literally just those two. Our OnlyFans. Our Okay, goodbye. <laughs> at, our have <Pornhub> account. <laughs> at Crying in Public Podcast. We have some... Some hooligan content on there as well. And we want to meet you all. So DM us. Text us. Hit us up email on. Email us. Um, hit us up. Comment. arrangements. Okay, I don't know what. I'm I really don't know what Sarah's on. <laughs> ignore her. So Crying Public Podcast. We can't wait to hear from you all. Yes. Goodbye. 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 From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God. We've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cashback on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action, and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network work.